This is CPX number 92, The First Commandment, Part 1. This is the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, CPX, page 112 to 113, question and answer number 1 through 12. In nomine patis fidi, spiritu santi, amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell in us, cleanse us and save us, you who are all good, amen. In nomine patis fidi, spiritu santi, amen. And God grant you his peace. The first commandment, why is it said at the commencement of the commandments, I am the Lord thy God? Answer, it is said at the commencement of the commandments, I am the Lord thy God, to show us that God, being our creator and Lord, can command whatever he wills, and that we, being his creatures, are bound to obey him. Number two, in the words of the first commandment, thou shalt not have strange gods before me, what does God command us? Answer, by the words of the first commandment, thou shalt not have strange gods before me, he commands us to acknowledge, adore, love, and serve him alone as our sovereign Lord. Number three, how do we fulfill the first commandment? Answer, we fulfill the first commandment by the practice of internal and external worship. Number four, what is internal worship? Answer, internal worship is the honor which is given to God with the faculties of the soul alone, that is, with the intellect and the will. Number five, what is external worship? Answer, external worship is the homage that is given to God by means of outward acts and of sensible objects. Number six, is it not enough internally to adore God with the heart alone? Answer, no, it is not enough internally to adore God with the heart alone. We must also adore him externally with both soul and body because he is the creator and absolute Lord of both. Number seven, can there be external worship without internal worship? Answer, no, in no way can there be external worship without internal because unless external worship is accompanied by internal, it is destitute of life, of merit, and of efficacy, like a body without a soul. Number eight, what is forbidden by the first commandment? Answer, the first commandment forbids idolatry, superstition, sacrilege, heresy, and every other sin against religion. Number nine, what is idolatry? Idolatry is the giving to any creature, for example, to a statue, to an image, or to a man, the supreme worship of adoration that belongs to God alone. Number 10, how is this prohibition expressed in Holy Scripture? Answer, the, this prohibition is expressed in Holy Scripture in these words, thou shalt not make to thyself a graven thing, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above or on the earth beneath, and thou shalt not adore them or serve them. Number 11, do these words forbid every kind of image? Answer, certainly not, but only those of false divinities made to be adored as idolaters adore them. So true is this that God himself commanded Moses to make images as, for example, the two statues of the cherubim for the ark and the brazen serpent in the desert. Number 12, what is superstition? Answer, superstition is any devotion that is contrary to the teaching and practice of the church as also the ascribing to any action or anything whatever a supernatural virtue which it does not possess. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. So just a short one today. We're just going to look at number seven and number nine. Number seven again, can there be external worship without internal worship? Answer, no, in no way can there be external worship without internal because unless external worship is accompanied by internal, it is destitute of life, of merit, and of efficacy like a body without a soul. Okay, so let's review. Internal worship, he said, is what you do 
my words, but just a summary of the Pope. It's what you do silently with your intellect and will. Internal worship is what you do silently with your intellect and will. External worship you do with your body, like bows and prostrations, and even kneeling to receive Holy Communion. Now, Protestants frequently make the mistake of thinking that worship is exclusively internal worship. That is, say, what you think about Jesus, like whether you've received him as Lord and Savior. And of course, yes, it's important that every Catholic out there also receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. But we are not angels without bodies. God also wants us to use our bodies to worship him. And this is where the notion of external worship comes in that Catholics and Eastern Orthodox and Jews have classically understood the importance of our bodies and these physical items in worship. Now, when I say physical items in worship, I'm not talking about idolatry because we're going to talk about how bad that is in a minute. Of course, the only thing on earth we actually adore is the Eucharist because that is Jesus Christ himself. Other things like icons we honor as these things are windows into heaven of the saints we honor. But we don't adore stained glass windows or icons, of course, as some Protestants say about us, less and less these days. But Pope St. Pius X right there, he did recognize a valid criticism of Catholics here when he basically wrote, you can't just go through the motions of Catholic devotion on the external with nothing happening in your heart. Those are my words. Here's his words. In no way can there be external worship without internal, because unless external worship is accompanied by internal, it is destitute of life, of merit, and of efficacy like a body without a soul. So you know where Protestants often make the mistake of forgetting that we are to have these external aspects of devotion, because they're all through the Old and New Testament, Protestants make the mistake of forgetting the external aspects of devotion. We Catholics often go through the motions without the internal supernatural faith required. That, said the Pope, would be like having a body without a soul. So clearly, we need both the internal worship and the external worship. We need our hearts involved, but we also have bodies, so there is the physical, the soul of worship and the body of worship are both necessary. And that's one reason why first we want to have supernatural faith before we go to Mass, but this is why the Mass is the perfect form of worship, because we adore the body of Jesus with our own bodies and souls. And all five senses are involved. Sight by seeing the sacrifice of Calvary represented on the altar, hearing by hearing the words of the angelic chant and possibly even the words of consecration if you're close, smell as in smelling the incense at high mass, touch by feeling the hard ground that you kneel on, and maybe, uh, if you're in sanctifying grace, receiving the Son of God into your own body. This is how our bodies are involved in worship. And finally, number nine, we're going to talk really about how bad idolatry is and how we've actually seen it pretty recently. Number nine, what is idolatry? Answer, idolatry is giving to any creature, for example, to a statue, to an image, or to a man, the supreme worship of adoration that belongs to God alone. Okay, so we're going to jump right into how we've all seen this, unfortunately. We have to remember that Pacamama event at the Vatican is the worst sin possible. Because remember how I said the commandments actually come in order of importance? Three on one tablet and seven on the other. The first three are the most important because these are directed towards God himself. We really have to get that through our minds, that the very worst sins to break are the first three. But we'd be horrified if we saw, say, something from the second tablet of the Ten Commandments done on video. Can you imagine if someone in the Vatican videotaped a violation against an innocent person publicly breaking, so, I don't know, the fifth or the sixth commandment? The international outrage would just hopefully explode. But then what happens? The worshiping of a Mother Earth statue? And remember, the Vatican clarified this was not the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
the worshiping of a Mother Earth statue called Pacamama, this is a violation against the first commandment, which is the worst of all sins and contains the worst punishments to be feared from God. Again, Pope St. Pius X today, the first commandment forbids idolatry, superstition, sacrilege, heresy, and every other sin against religion. And he defines idolatry as the giving to any creature, for example, to a statue, to an image, to a man, the supreme worship of adoration that belongs to God alone. So yes, the Pac-Man Mama event, as Return to Tradition says, that Pac-Man Mama event was the worst sin you've ever seen on the internet, and you don't even know it, probably. But it is, because this prohibition, says the Pope, is expressed in Holy Scripture in these words, Thou shalt not make to thyself a graven thing, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, and thou shalt not adore them or serve them. Please say in our Father that this never happens again. At benedictio Deum Nipotentis, Patris, Defilii, Spiritus Sancti, Descendit, Supervos, et Mani, et Semper. Amen.